you have to understand, like, the history of Arizona iced tea. It's always been 99 cents. Like, it is a company that has literally done everything in its power to profit as much as possible for a drink that they sell for a dollar, essentially. So there's this old kind of, like documentary uh or tv show segment i can't remember that's about this arizona iced tea and they're kind of their their thing is develop your drink for as cheaply as possible now tea at the end of the day in bulk is very cheap to produce especially if you're not adding sugar um it's an aluminum can, which for years has been, you know, obviously most, you know, soft drinks are using it. So it's not like that expensive to obtain. Right, right. So their, their product and their packaging material already is not that expensive. Then they also do like all their deliveries at night when traffic is like at its lowest because i mean they're just delivering to like gas stations convenience stores stuff like that all their trucks run at night so that saves them gas because there's less traffic it's technically more eco-friendly because they're driving at an hour of the day where they're not contributing to as much you know um what yeah like (laughs) exhaust and shit (laughs) like car pollution shut up um so yeah and then uh there was also another interesting bit where like (laughs) they were finding out about um like convenience stores and gas stations putting because right on the can it has the price it says 99 cents right on that you know so you know yeah then you're supposed to there's i think there's a phone number on the can too that says like the call if it's more than 99 cents or something yeah so what a lot of stores were doing though is that they were putting their own like price sticker over the 99 cent trying to like charge more that's really funny for the arizona tea now mind you when they purchase that wholesale i don't know what the price is per can but it can't be too hateful if they're only flipping it for a dollar now maybe i'm wrong maybe the margins aren't that great for the store regardless you're only talking about 50 cents to we'll be generous and say 75 cents per can uh, that you sell Uh and and lord knows how long it's going to take to sell i mean typically arizona iced tea is pretty popular i've seen a lot of people drink it uh arnold palmer is really uh popular as well though the half and half yeah i like a good half and half yeah you can ask for an arnold palmer at uh canes no i didn't know that i'm not a huge tea fan i think tea tastes kind of chalky they have they have yeah i mean i i get it i'm not a tea fan either but i like i do like green tea um at least i like panera's green tea probably because they sugar it heavily (laughs) but anyways um yeah, if you ask for half tea, half lemonade at Cane's, because they have their own lemonade and their own tea that they brew um, that you can buy by the gallon if you so wish. Really? Yeah, yeah, I knew that. You can buy their lemonade by the gallon too, can't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can buy them both by the gallon. But um, 
Yeah, if you go through the drive-thru and you say, I want Arnold Palmer, they just do a half and half of their in-house stuff. Huh. It's not It's not like Arnold Palmer right, coming out right. of a fountain. It's <laughs> them just doing half and half uh, tea and um, lemonade. Although it's sweet tea. So I was looking for the cost to make an Arizona iced tea, and I can't find it anywhere. I mean, it's got to be cheap. Like, it's got to be stupid cheap for yeah. them to be selling it for a dollar. All I could see was articles where the guy was like, I've committed to this. When things get tough, you tighten your belt. And people don't need an increase, price increase from a guy like me. I saw that quote like five times just now. So what a, what a stand-up guy. Yeah. That so, reminds me kind of like Newman's Own. Isn't that like an all-profit or all-charity mm-hmm. brand? Yeah, Newman's products all go... Well, they did when he was alive. I don't know where it goes. They make fucking everything, dude. Yeah, I mean, I've seen his own... Uh, he's got pizzas. He's got dressings. He's really salsa. known for his dressings. The salsa's uh, good. Yeah, the sauces. He's got barbecue. He's got ranch. It's, he's got everything. everything. I think it's all bread once. Like, that's crazy. His own bread? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would buy it. Like, how many? Like, at the end of the day, it's more of. It's just a brand now. It's not like Paul Newman's own. Like, it started out as like, this is Paul Newman's recipe for this. Whatever it is. Yeah. And they only sell, like, you know, a select line of things. But as the brand grew, it, it became just that, it became more of a brand. And more now better. they just slap Paul Newman's face on it's whatever they want in- to call it. <clears throat> A lot of their stuff, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same setup as a generic setup, where it's the exact same assembly well, it's line. All packaged it's in the exact same differently. place. Yeah. yeah, it's just different packaging. Because at the end of the day, like how many, like how many food manufacturing plants can there be making so much different varieties of things? Well, capitalism know? breeds innovation, Nicholas. Unfortunately, our capitalism has started embracing a lot more um, monopolistic rules and uh, competition is slowly dying in this country. Oh no, our capitalism is broken. (laughs) 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 Uh, much Much like our politics, I mean, and our churches and our religions. This whole fucking country is cracking at every scene that it was founded on. This is not pretty, the America I was sold. This is a pretty, pretty interesting time in history to be alive. That's all I'm going to say. Can you blame people for doing the things they're doing right now, though? What do you mean? Well, I figured this would be a good segue into the quiet quitting because everything's shit. So, of course. I'm sorry, I was half listening because I was reading. Oh, I was being a bad host. <laughs> Being a bad co-host, but you know, before we get into all that, welcome everyone. Oh fuck yeah! uh, Unwise analysis. It's me, Tyler, and the Nick. It is just us tonight. Do you think it's weird saying your own name when referencing yourself? Um, no, no. If you're introducing yourself, I mean, that's fine. It's not awkward. I mean, I guess, yeah. I always like to assume that regardless of what week it is or what the analytics say, we're introducing ourselves to virgin ears that haven't heard us yet. We have a new follower. We have one listener from California. Welcome. You probably hate us. (laughs) (laughs) These fascists. I mean, we're not like a fucking Republican 
like super conservative, overly opinionated podcast. We're more uh, like a welcome to the MAGA podcast. Yeah, we're more like a here. Here's a little bit of everything. You make your own decision. This is how we feel, but you you make your own conclusions because I'm not here to tell you what to believe. No, um, never. Unless so, you believe something different than me. Yeah, well, fuck yeah, no. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, I'm I'm under the belief that everyone has an opinion. A lot of people are podcasters now, so this is obviously a very competitive um, platform to even try and uh, break through. And at this rate, you know, we've always stood by the stance, even back when we were the TJNN show. For those oh of God. you who maybe knew, we used to be an old podcast called the TJNN show. And you can see that through our playlist because they're all labeled uh, TJNN. Um, well, not technically not, but you'll hear us reference, you know, welcome to the TJNN show. Yeah. Um, which was the, our the picture, I think, is, is our old logo still for those episodes. It might be. But at any rate, so that was our kind of our grassroots. That was the seed that bloomed into a podcast. And we sat on that platform for uh, so, months. several months. So We burst this through that. Yeah, this is an old name with a new face. So Tyler and Josh, uh, Josh is our, our, is our third wheel co-host who uh, is here from time to time. He's a busy man, so we understand. Uh, no hate for Josh whatsoever. We love him very much. But um, at any rate, so we, uh, you know, kind of took a name that Tyler and Josh used to use, and now we're, you know, applying it to here because it fits, you know, our general uh, vibe and just overall um, kind of platform much better, I think. The way we do things, the way we talk about stuff, it's yeah. different every week. We're not like a, we're a football podcaster. We're a, you know, a foot podcaster. You know, how, everyone... do you just, how do you describe us to people? Um, you want me to go first? I, 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 I kind of compare us to an everything bagel from Panera. That is really funny. That's a good analogy. Um, we do. I, I tell people the truth. We talk about literally anything and everything. As long as we think it's interesting or worth talking about. Um, we get caught up in a lot of current affairs because it's so easy, but we try to mix in a lot of really interesting stuff. So I think that's cool. I say, yeah, I say we, we cover anything we find interesting. I say we try to find one weird or interesting thing to cover. And then we also we cover some current events. Weird. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And weird's fun. You know, it takes your mind off of the horrors of the world today for a minute and makes you realize things aren't as bad as you know yeah what they could be for you personally but witnessing it all going down can just be so downright depressing at times i have a great topic for next week the uh soul contracts and uh life review oh yeah teaser yeah. teaser, teaser alert wee, wee. spoilers <laughs> um so yeah i think it's healthy to kind of do just a quick review of uh who we are and what we do every once in a while because uh, we do get new listeners and from the feedback I've gotten a lot of people are usually more interested in hearing the most current stuff because that's usually the better stuff yeah um going all the way back to our very first episode it's uh you do that later 
it's a bit of a tragedy. Uh, you, jump, so. you jump around the new stuff and get a feel, and then once you're all caught up, you do a full. Yeah. Listen. I mean, that's what some people would probably do, but the one listener that I have at work, uh, she just tunes into the most recent episodes. I think uh, this for the first time this month, Apple Podcasts was our number one provide uh-huh. service hosting provider for the past month. Yeah, crazy. I'm responsible for two followers over there. Wow. One of them did it as a favor, and the other one actually listens. So we appreciate take, it. Take, take that for what it is. Thank you. Yeah. You know, support support us in different ways, but give us a chance. Um, so with that, I'm happy with a follow. To be honest with you, don't listen. Yeah. No. <laughs> now, if we could do both, if we could start getting, um, you know, some sort of interaction uh, with curious listeners, you know, we do have an email. Um, we have a TikTok, which I don't know. I don't think we've done much with that. Um, Not in like six months. Facebook, obviously. Uh, we're on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Music, um, pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast. We're there. So let's uh, let's go ahead and get right into this tonight. Um, so Quiet. back so back to your point about um, quiet quitting. That has been a, uh, we'll call that the word of the week or phrase of the week, I should say. Um, even though I had to turn you on to it because you were like, quiet, what? What? What's that? No, um, I'd never heard of it. And now it's all over my TikTok since I watched that one video you sent me. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. It's like, oh, you like this? Here's all of it. Well, I mean, it's very, I didn't even it just showed up on my for you page one day and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And then I kept allowing them to show it to me. So the algorithm does its thing. It's like, it sometimes it tests you. It's like, mm-hmm. Hey, what do you think about this man? And you're like, yeah. you either swipe at in the first like three seconds or keep watching. So I kept watching and then it kept showing up and, and I was like, <laughs> and, I astonished. and I was like, so astonished that you hadn't even heard about it because your guys's generation is more of like, the culprit in this in this I whole, had, uh, scheme that they they hear the news is very upset about i had never heard that term and i'm a firm believer that that lady i sent you where she's like this is not a gen z term people aren't no. aren't gen zers are not using this term i would agree with that because that's just kind of how i live my life that was like my default thought process for working is i don't it's you know what I mean? I do Every, the basics of my job and that's it. So last week we talked about generations um, being like the GI generation, the silent generation, the baby boomers, the um, Gen X, the millennial Gen Z, our children's generation, Gen Alpha, or also known as the iPad generation. <laughs> Uh, the generation that will never know a world without smart technology and Wi-Fi and internet. Um, they will never know a world that didn't have that firmly in place, which is, that's cool. It's, a part, it's part of human evolution. But this kind of connects to that conversation that we had last week about generations, because I feel like 
let's just say the first generation that you identify as like having a you know a generational like overall value which is your uh, gi generation you know your 19 1900s early 1900s folks uh, your world war one folks your swinging 20s folks your great depression folks um i feel like as humans evolve and generations come and we progress more into this technological future it's always been easy for the old generation to call out the next generation as lazy it happens yeah every yeah um baby boomers called gen x lazy gen x called millennials uh whiny uh privileged i want it now lazy fucks um <laughs> and now millennials are doing the same thing to gen z they're like yeah this is how they treated us this is we're gonna do it to you now okay yeah but it's not just um but it's not just millennials point of view. in fact the millennials are probably more aligned with gen z than you know how gen x and uh the remaining um there's still a lot of remaining baby boomers but they're they're slowly going mm-hmm. uh, they're taking their time now well everyone's living longer uh they they found that perfect cutoff for where medicine was getting just good enough to extend their lives um so we should probably define this real quick huh yeah let's go ahead and just go ahead and clear the air with that so from my understanding quiet quitting is just doing the bare minimum of your job your very basic job description to the t nothing more no work outside of work hours no going above and beyond i don't give a shit i'm taking all my breaks and i'm going shit too so showing up to work doing the maximum amount that is absolutely required to not get fired yeah yep that's what and like i got passed over one time maybe twice and i was like oh so it don't matter what i do because because i you know i just i do less like whatever whoever passed me over in that situation they worked less hard than i did and i'm still here so why even try i'm getting paid the same Um, either way this is uh i think this has a lot to do with um overall um work satisfaction um if you're working in a job that treats you just as another number as a as a pulse on the floor to keep the gears moving um doesn't provide benefits to you doesn't provide paid vacation doesn't provide uh you know investment or sharing or profit sharing opportunities you're just a grunt and you're never going to be more than a grunt because that's all they're looking for um then yeah this is a pretty easy mindset to plug yourself into uh, on the other side of that coin though you have um good employers good jobs because they're they are out there and i think while it's easy to get caught up in the um the misfortunes of corporate greed and uh and employers basically overworking and underpaying their employees which trust me just about everyone's doing right now so i get it um but it's not it's not a hundred percent that 
So it's important to highlight that the quality of job and employer that you're working for is a big factor in all of this. I definitely agree with that. Um, for me, just uh, being kind of in a unique situation of where I work and what I do for a living. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's hard to hate a lot of the time. Um, even though I do work for technically a corporation, um, I'm going to call it new age corporations. Um, we provide pet insurance if you so desire. Um, That's awesome. We have six weeks of uh, paid bonding leave for um, new fathers and mothers to spend time with their newborns. Um, and I know six weeks might not sound like a lot for the mom, but that is a, that I is three huge. days that for is both huge. my kids. Yeah. That is huge. for um, That's huge for fathers to have six weeks of paid time with your new baby because you know more progressive companies understand how important it is for a father to bond with their child as much as it's important for a mother to bond with their child um so unfortunately the only caveat to that is you have to work there for a year um, uh-huh. i think you can kind of tell if it's a good company or not like Obviously, you want to make a good impression and work really hard whenever you gain, like, a job. But, like, I think you can tell pretty quick if it's worth well, your it's time. it's all about to... your attitude. If, let, let's say you're 15 years old and you got an after-school job at McDonald's. Now, the most obvious scenario here is you, you hired uh, a young teenager um to help pad your workforce but also give them some you know that gives that that teenager some experience in the workforce and it also helps put just a little bit of money in their pocket to go do you know teenager shit i mean that's what i did with my high school job i worked at gamestop when i uh, was a sophomore all the way through when i graduated I actually didn't leave there until a year after I graduated. So I worked at GameStop um, for quite a while, from 2008 to 2011. So, you know, pretty good stint. Um, but once again, even though I worked there as a teenager and I worked there for part-time and basically pocket change but that pocket change was all the money in the world to me back then i could buy whatever i wanted with those paychecks and those were like 400 dollars paychecks for me and i'm like fuck yeah i mean how many i'm rich how many sophomores in high school have 400 dollars paychecks from working at a video game store i mean that's the dream yeah with inflation that was probably like a thousand dollars yeah probably pretty close (laughs) probably pretty close if not at least double double of that 800 but even still i mean always had gas in the car all i had to do was give my dad a little bit of insurance money um smartphones were very very new and unobtainable to impoverished people like my family 
we know obviously we weren't impoverished but we we didn't have we were on sprint nextel and iphone was exclusive to at&t at the time so that was never happening for me until i became an adult hilarious um, but at any rate you know i had i had the ps3 slim i had the xbox 360 slim i had a nintendo um i think it was the nintendo i we and nintendo dsi that's what it was yeah the, the first D, the first ds that had a camera on it g the three do we do the picto chat yeah man we used to pick the chat across like, the house all the time. Yeah. Like draw little pictures on your face and shit. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah. That was cool stuff. But <laughs> so for me, that was a dream job. And I obviously liked working there. So I, I, the old I, Snapchat I, filters. I did good stuff. I did good things there. I did a good job. I, you know, I sometimes would do more than what was expected of me because I enjoyed my job. I was like, I'm in high school and I'm working at GameStop. Like, what how how like does it get any better than that when you're in Mm -hmm. high school now flip the coin again you're working at mcdonald's where i started this whole thing at and you're constantly yelled at by people you have a manager who's always screaming across the kitchen or if you're leaning you're cleaning yeah you know screaming at you uh if it's not a customer it's a co-worker um you know, there's very, you know, there's very little incentive to try and want to do better than what you're doing because you're only a teenager and you're treated like shit there anyway. So why are you going to go above and beyond and just be treated like shit? So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, I, I go, I do more than the scope of my duties a lot, but that's because I like the guys I work with and it makes culture is a big deal too. It's like not it just makes company our lives collectively easier as a team to do these extra tasks so we all do them together well yeah you're all in it together that's the thing um you know workforces that can't recognize that you know the people that you work with if anything should be like your unofficial second family Mm -hmm. because you are spending more time with them than you do with your own children and your significant other and your family shouldn't be like that in my opinion it's not going to change but you're there more than you are in your own home you're there more than what you sleep in a week you're there you basically live there you're being paid to To exist in that space yeah you're being paid to live there um aside from you, I mean, technically, not everyone does this, but you eat there. Um, if you work, you go for potty. A, yeah, you you go pee pee. Some places make you shower, depending on what your job is. Um, if you're a uh, if you're a doctor in a hospital, you sleep at the hospital sometimes, and sometimes you have conjugal relations with other people inside of the hospital because i've seen scrubs yeah no, we've, all, we've all seen um uh gray's anatomy as well so people I dying would... and people fucking that's the 90 percent of that show is they both are um, honestly i think the only like doctor show that i've seen that wasn't solely surrounded by drama sex and drugs was um house 
Hugh Laurie as the. That's just uh, strictly drama. Has. That's strictly drugs and drama. It's funny. No romance. There's a little bit of romance, but nothing like Grey's Anatomy or Scrubs. So. Yeah, <laughs> and the job also, if there's no upward mobility, it's another reason why you're not gonna try hard, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you have no goal to work towards, then. Yeah. No. If I mean. If you if you get in the door and the job that you were hired for at entry level is as far as you're ever going to make it there because you've either been told that personally or you just see it through the hierarchy once you get your feet wet and start understanding the workplace politics, if it looks like a dead-end job, it's probably a dead-end job. So yeah. you probably shouldn't fucking stick around. I mean, I get it. People got to do what they got to do to put bread on the table. But you don't have to kill yourself doing it. Nor should you. No, yeah. Work-life balance is super important. I think that that's another thing. Like, for me, that's what I prioritize way more than work. So it's like... Well, I'm one of the few younger people that works in my facility that has young children at home at least in that age group of zero to three so it's uh i'm not gonna say that i get special treatment but i get a lot more understanding from my management staff about certain like i'm not calling off because i don't want to be here I'm calling off because I have a toddler throwing up in my arms right now and has a 102 degree fever. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm not having a good fucking time. In fact, and I, I really know much I'm going rather... to be sick in a week from now. I know it's going to be yeah. like... <laughs> and not only that, I actually really much rather be there right now dealing with whatever That's... I got to deal with than holding this kid <laughs> who's vomiting. <laughs> That's where I was yesterday. I was like, I really don't feel good. I don't want to go to work. I'm going to stay home. And then I was like, everybody here is sick. I would arguably doing le- be doing less work at work than I would be doing here it's, right now. It's, it's a job, man. Yeah. It, it's a, it's honestly, it's more work than work. Um, and there's no I'm breaks. Not, and, and I'm not, and I'm not bitching about it because no. don't get me wrong. I, I know we, I know you love your kids and you know, I love mine, yeah. but uh, just, just like any other parents, we, we, we have our struggles, you know? So we're not, you know, we're by no means take this as we hate our children, but the facts are facts. <laughs> it's <laughs> hard. Going to, going to work is easier sometimes, just saying. Um, Can so. I, I'm going to quite quit being a dad, I think. Oh, you're trying to die. <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to go to the big sky cave, hey, listen, you? Listen, the standards for being a dad are so low. If I just exist in the same home as these people, I'm doing a good job. Isn't that sad? Though? It's really fucking sad. That Some the bar stranger up there. A couple months ago, so I like when I take Liza to the store. I like wipe the carts down with the little antiseptic wipes. Yeah. And some lady stopped me and was like, "You're a good dad for doing that." And I'm just like, "Is that it? That's all I got to do?" Like, <laughs> this is a bare minimum. <laughs> If I had it my way, I'd be power washing that cart with like <laughs> ice, with isopropyl alcohol <laughs> and some Clorox. Why don't you wear some gloves, kids? Here's some mini latex gloves. Yeah. 
I mean, if I could and not look like a complete insane ass, I'd just take my kids to the store in a bubble suit. <laughs> Hazmat suit. <laughs> that's, you know, it's that's not really required, you know. But yeah, still, it's like... Today, I mean... I was talking to Bailey. It's like uh, COVID, like, changed everybody, obviously, but it definitely shapes the way you parent having small children during this pandemic. Like it's going to directly affect your parenting style for the rest of their lives. Well, we both had pandemic babies. Yeah. Um, and we had pre-pandemic. Barely. Lizzie was born in February and the world shut down in March. <laughs> Still pre-pandemic. Yes. Um, we had ours in June of the year before our first. Um bonkers right and uh they'll never they'll never know a pre-pandemic world yeah they'll never know the world before covid um people I feel used like, to do body shots off of strangers nick yeah you could i'm sure people still do but um i was gonna say i mean the effects of of that world that we lived in two <laughs> years ago have all but diminished. Best, yeah um you know the world that we all left behind and uh missed very terribly is coming back is is back for is probably back as much as it can be um you know there's no longer any um special rules uh separating vaccinated versus non-vaccinated i do want to point out the cdc took away all the mask guidelines but the cdc is still not operating operating in person yeah, well, we all, the CDC is just a piece of shit. I'm just um, saying, watch what they do and not what they say. Yeah, no. But you all go back to work, but we're not going to, we're going to stay safe. To be fair. Um, just a COVID podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> to be fair, the CDC changed the, the guidelines um, very frequently. Yeah, they kind of lost a lot of credibility over the last two years. And while being a member of the public and being directly affected by those guidelines, because even though they were just guidelines and they weren't law, they weren't required, those were the guidelines that businesses uh, took and applied and uh, enforced. And then, of course, once... uh, Brandon got a hold of a pen and started mandating vaccines that that kind of created this whole exodus. Um, and now you fast forward to today and it's like, look what that one decision did. Mm-hmm. I mean, crazy. It, it literally broke our entire uh logistics system and supply chain um mass walkouts and you know just a huge exodus of disgruntled employees and it, it left a very large very large hole that's still trying to be fixed uh in the workforce and coupled with inflation it's just been uh, it's been a nightmare. Bus. It's been a nightmare at the fucking gas station. It's been a nightmare at the fucking grocery store. Highway robbery. For some people, rent's becoming a nightmare. Um, 
you know, it's just that one decision fucked a lot of shit up, man. Not a good, not a good look, especially a year less than a year later. They're saying, "Oh, people don't really need to be vaccinated now, and uh, we're not gonna, you know, put any like special privileges or you know rules uh, on the uh, non-vaccinated." So I guess if you never got vaccinated, congrats, you 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 passed the experiment. You didn't do it. Like that's how it feels, you know. And I and I get that that causes a lot of frustration and anger and um, probably has caused a few people to go psycho. I mean, I'm not one of those people because right? I always put the best interests of my family first. Um, we're not vaccinating our children, however, with the COVID vaccine. I think at this at this rate, it's proven to one. It's like, in my opinion, it's like trying to vaccinate against the uh, the common cold at this point, um, especially when you're a child that young. Even people our age. I mean, I gotta disagree. Well, it's fine. Yeah, can, uh, I don't think I it's the it. end of the world anymore. But we're all immunocompromised. Not all. I don't know about the kids necessarily. Me and Bailey are. So I figure it's nothing to fuck around with still. Well, I mean, and I get that. Um, you know that that's the point of this is like it's a good thing that you're able to make that decision. Yeah. Yeah, because because you you should be allowed to make that decision because it is your family and it is your life and only you know what you need to do in order to protect yourself and your family. But when the COVID vaccine was offered to my son, who wasn't even one year old yet, I I quite honestly was not getting behind that. That's valid uh, because I don't. Well, for one, the, the vaccine didn't stop me from getting it. And I don't think it really helped diminish the symptoms because by the time I got it, it was Omicron and Omicron was like highly watered down as it is. That's really funny. Um, diet so, COVID. Yeah, diet COVID. And now there's, you know, zero sugar COVID. So, I mean, it's like still spreading really. It's it's way more, you know, uh contagious now and it spreads way more easily but at the end of the day i mean unless you're like immunocompromised or already very ill from you know pre-existing conditions those are the people who should probably be vaccinated those are probably the people who should be boosted those are probably the people who are going to need the antivirals those are the people who who need those extra layers of protection yeah um I don't I don't think it's necessary though for a one year old to get a COVID vaccine, especially if they're healthy, you know, if they baby just because babies are, you know, babies doesn't mean some of them aren't already faced with pre existing conditions and um, you know, immunocompromisation. It, it it all has to do with your situation. And yeah. And I respect that, you know. I'm not trying to tell people that don't vaccinate. Right. <laughs> don't if you, vaccinate if, your if kids. You, if you need to vaccinate yourself and your children, please do. If that helps you sleep at night or it's medically necessary, please do. That's what it's there for. But I think I think when the whole ability to choose was taken out of people's hands, um, that's when shit got out of control. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So that was quite quitting. And COVID. (laughs) (laughs) 
unplanned tangent about COVID. <laughs> it all intertwines <laughs> somewhere. Two years late. No, I think it was a very valid jump from topic to topic. Well, yeah, no, they're very, I mean, one does not exist without the other. I mean, even though this isn't a Gen Z thing and every generation has gone through this, um, this is probably the first time it's ever been made this transparent because the one thing Gen Z doesn't do is it doesn't hold its emotions and its opinions in. They're actually with social media being the, the, the colossus that it is now. Um, they're very quick and very easily able to put and project their opinions and their feelings of things and their inner workings of their mind right onto the internet for the world to see. Forever. And the back of my generation fucking hates it. So that's really, really funny. The internet is my place. I was here first. So, all right. Well, speaking of internet and social media, this, uh, this Gabby girl, Gabby Hannah. Gabby Hannah. I actually used to watch her back in the day. She started she on like story YouTube time videos and on YouTube and Vine. Yeah. 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 She was funny. She's my age. Yeah, like you, you could have been her, Nick. You could have blew up on Vine and on YouTube if you tried hard you know, enough. No, I, I was late to that party, man. I, you know, I liked Vine. Vine yeah. was funny. Vine still has some of the, uh, the best original like, shorts, like the wee bowling girl, the girl who falls off the swing. Road work and, like, ahead. Gee, then, I sure hope it does. Yeah, <laughs> the kid who walks by the faucet with running water and says what and then just starts punching the shit out of the fucking running water he's like what did you just say and he's I like the they were roommates yeah. you know yeah. yeah yeah a lot of good old vines out there shit, shit that a lot of kids don't fucking even know about but um, Logan Paul and Jake Paul started too. Yeah, yeah. Duality of man. It's uh, it's amazing that Logan Paul went from some douchebag teenager who went to the suicide force and got canceled in a New York minute, <laughs> and uh, is now a WWE wrestler. Like I think it's one of them is a. It's funny because one of them is a real fighter. And one of them is a fake fighter. You know, say what you want about Logan. That dude went uh, toe-to-toe with Floyd Mayweather and, and didn't get knocked the fuck out. So, That's kudos true. to him. But it's all I, don't, I, don't, I don't think his, uh, his that destiny... Sucked. I'll say it. It did suck. You're not wrong. But it didn't trigger, uh, you know... It didn't trigger anything spectacular because they went all eight rounds. Uh, there was some speculation, obviously, and we're not getting into it, but there was speculation <laughs> that Floyd did knock him out but held him up because it, he wanted to make more money. So It's really uh, funny. So you're not going down today, white boy. Logan, on the other hand, has a pretty, like, okay track record thus far of knocking bitches out 
Uh, yeah, but people say he hasn't fought a real fighter. It's mostly athletes. You know, regardless of whether they're established boxers or MMA fighters, the fact that they got in, he gets in that ring with highly athletic, stronger than me and you combined people <laughs> and totally fucks their living day up is impressive. You know who I was impressed with? Idubs and the creator clash. That was some good boxing. Well, I think it's really easy for people to be critical, especially when they're not the one. I'll do it right now. Me and Jake Paul in the ring. <laughs> We'd go to sleep <laughs> on the first fucking bell. <laughs> he would just fucking come over and like look at you and you'd be just on the fucking ground, dude. I'm not crying. I got sweat in my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That's if you're fucking conscious when you you get clocked by that motherfucker. He's crazy. I mean... So funny. He's not afraid to fucking drop a bitch, and that's fine. I want to see him fight Conor McGregor. People hate him because he's a disrespectful, foul-mouthed little Irish cunt. (laughs) He sells seats, though, don't he? Talking about people's wives and calling them up later. Like, what a fucking tasteless little bitch because you got your goddamn leg snapped in half on my TV. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I hate that little fucker. (laughs) I love him so much, too, though. He's just a little troll. And he's Irish as fuck, and he's funny. He he's more of like he's more of like a he's more like of a like a reality personality versus like a an actual like person you know. You ever heard of like I want to say maybe it's like Derek Lewis or Derek Henry. He's like a heavyweight boxer. He's like his post fight interviews are hilarious. One time he, he took his trunks off. And Joe Rogan's like, why'd you take your trunks off? Are you okay? He just goes, my balls was hot. (laughs) That's legit, man. Yeah. If the testes got to breathe, they got to breathe. But, you know, with with all that, um, maybe you do, maybe you don't know who um, Gabby is, but uh, she has surfaced very heavily on TikTok for the last three days. And um and not, for, ride. and not for no reason. I'll uh I think you're gonna explain this a lot better than I can. So why okay. don't you take the reins? So from my understanding, she has been like manic posting on TikTok. Um people think she's manic by like her speech patterns and her posting frequency and Uh, the things she's speaking about she posted 120 videos in 48 hours talking about religion and at one point she claimed to be like the second coming of jesus and uh just a bunch of spirituality stuff and so then this fan shows up at her door and pretends to not know who she is and asks to use her bathroom and she just fucking invites him right in so then she's like posting tiktoks with him in the background he's posting tiktoks of him peeing in her bathroom and like stuff and they like pray together and he's just like validating all these like i don't know i don't want to like be insensitive but these like fantasies that she's having and uh 
just like yeah you're jesus you know like whatever you know and then uh she finds out he like goes people are saying he like went through her medicine but he like the clip i saw he grabbed a pill bottle that was sitting on her like top of her microwave or something in her kitchen yeah like what's what's this for not really going through her medicine but Mm -hmm. at that point she like figures out who he is and screams at him and tells him to get out and then she like goes dark like posts like a tiktok of her she posts a tiktok about somebody else breaking into her house right after that post tiktok of her crying and then like goes dark for four hours so people keep calling the police and eventually they show up and do a wellness check and she posts a bunch about that saying that they were afraid of her and she was intimidating them and they were making the situation worse then she was posting about how they busted her door in and how it should have been mental health professionals and like she posted this one tiktok in the shower and she's like i just want to make it clear that i have not i've yet i've yet to mention harm to myself or anybody else i've yet to mention harm to myself or anybody else like that's like the whole tiktok and she's supposed to think about how two psychiatric doctors say that she didn't need to be hospitalized the police say she didn't need to be hospitalized she didn't meet the criteria all this and that and there's one that stuck out to me which was her again crying in her bathroom and is like writing all over her mirror and she's talking about how maybe she was wrong like maybe she could have been the second coming of jesus and it, she just needed people to believe in her and she could have done all these things because of our collective conscience powers but since no one believes her she can't do these miracles fix poverty and climate and all that stuff yeah so you have online you have everybody freaking out about her and being overly concerned about her she was also posting about how she's been on tmz and people are writing articles about her tiktoks because of course they are because everyone's concerned about her everyone's pissed off at this guy and like it's just crazy yeah it's just crazy well there you know once she she made that little tmz comment people were i i briefly scrolled through some of the top comments and people were kind of starting to like feel like this was all just a pr thing she's done this in the past that's why i like i don't think it's pr personally no i saw it now she's not exhibiting someone who's like overly trying to be this way she's exhibiting the behavior of someone who is I think she believes her delusions, yeah. Going through a, a episode. Um, I saw a TikTok that I, I sent you where someone claimed that they don't think she's manic. They think that she's forever tripping from doing too many psychedelics. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting take, but she seems to be, and we talked about this earlier, she seems to be more lucid now. Like, she's not, like, just, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, she's not, like, acting normal, per se. But she's not like peak mania posting anymore. Yeah, no, she has like, <clears throat> I think as a general human being, she has a very unique outlook on life. And she's obviously a very um, eccentric person. Um, but she also <clears throat> is talking in like a very normal, like flowing um, kind of speech and and conversation yeah uh, interaction with the camera versus her like 
dancing around and smiling and like laughing hysterically and bending over and then standing back up and being like, oh, I almost forgot the North Star. Just like what? It's like, wait, 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 what? What are you talking about? (laughs) What what did that have to do with anything before you said anything else? Um, So, yeah, like, yeah, there's there's a there's not like a night and day difference, but she's definitely more um, she's definitely chilled out a little bit. Um, She made a post last night. Uh, this was her still going on about the police, but she said that she was in her backyard with uh, a friend. Uh, she did not show the friend on camera, but a lot of people were assuming it was another stranger. Um, a lot of other people were just saying that, no, this is probably one of her actual friends, but she stated that she was hanging out with a friend, smoking weed, and um, just trying to chill out. And as soon as she said she was smoking weed, I, um, I'm going to go ahead and discredit the she's on drugs theory. Yeah. Um, not because, at least the whole forever tripping thing or being, you know, overdosing on um, psychedelics or anything like that. You're not really overdosing on psychedelics, but taking more than what you can handle. Uh huh. Um, only because usually when you're i i don't know this for sure but i feel like if you're already in a state where you're hallucinating and you're tripping you're not going to sit down with other people and calmly smoke weed and start coming down from this you know rush of uh, yeah definitely and, and emotion and all that so i don't know She's definitely a unique individual. She's a character, no doubt. And I don't know. I I want to say that a lot of her story is, is true. And I think she definitely does have, you know, um, possibly bipolar syndrome. I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Syndrome. I'm not a shrink. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, of course, we don't really know. But it just like, from my experience, just it seems like someone who's having a manic episode. Yeah, yeah, I definitely get that vibe. Um, I know you know a lot about that type <laughs> of behavior uh, <laughs> Ill, and illness more than what you probably care to know. You ever heard that song, My Mom, or by Eminem? Um, yeah, my wife. That's like my wife's theme song when she's thinking about uh, yeah, her egg donor. Yeah, that's funny. So yeah, huh? I don't know. It's pretty crazy. It's crazy to see something like this unfold in real time on the internet. There were some other creators also calling out people for interacting with her shamefully, like trolls. You know, talking good for shit. them. Yeah, I saw. I saw people talking a lot of shit to the, the fan that showed up at her house too. And like people, like mental health professionals on TikTok saying that that was not safe for him or her, not helpful, very damaging. You know, all that stuff. <clears throat> I don't know. Like I said, it's crazy to watch it happen in real time and be able to just sit back and watch. Well, he definitely didn't help the situation. Oh, fuck. No. No. Um. 
the balls on that dude, though. I mean, per our conversation yesterday, and after thinking about it, he's definitely a clout chaser. Yeah, that's why he did it. Because he, he says he wanted to help her, but if he wanted to help her, he wouldn't be posting about it all over his TikTok. Yeah, you want to be making videos, especially your first video on TikTok ever being with, with about that. that. Yeah. Like that, that seems a little too convenient. If you were an established creator and you legitimately went over there and like tried to do like a story time where like you're, you know, trying to interact with someone, trying to help them get through some shit. That's usually filmed after or like it's yeah. filmed and put, produced well and then released after. Yeah, exactly. It's not just this. Oh, Life can posting. I, can I go? Can I use your bathroom and then like videotape yourself pissing in her bathroom and putting a caption on the screen saying pissing in Gabby's house? (laughs) That's real helpful to the situation. Well, shit. That's the world we live in, man. It's it's everyone's got time to sit back and watch all this unfold. And, you know, she's probably getting a lot of, well, we know she's getting a lot of attention over the whole. And she's, yeah, she's definitely, like, I don't know, perpetuating it. Not to say she's doing anything wrong, but, like, she's responding and answering and Mm -hmm. elaborating and all that. Yeah, even though sometimes all three of those things are almost responded with riddles and jargon and shit that doesn't make sense. Uh, She's trying, so. Yeah, maybe we'll get an update. Should just be like normal posting next week. <laughs> right. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I have a feeling it's going to get a little more interesting as time goes on here. Just to see how long she's going to be no. uh, lucid again. You know, how long is she going to stay like this for? Is she on medicine that's helping her, you know, regulate this type of behavior? A lot of unknown variables there. Yeah. Um, uh, what's next? Ice wall? Yes. So that is the next matter to discuss. The great ice wall theory that the wonderful folks over at the Flat Earthers uh, convention are going to... Uh, piss their pants over after we talk about it because uh, not being a flat earther myself, this is a pretty fascinating theory. I've Um, seen two about the ice wall. One being it's just the edge of the earth. There's nothing else. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, you just fall right off. The North Pole is in the middle of the flat earth and Antarctica is what lines the outside of the flat earth. Yeah. And the other one is there's a whole nother world on top of that. More continents with undiscovered species of humans and animals yeah that's where that's they say that's where the aliens are coming from man that's where they're coming from that's where they're landing there's an alien settlement atlantis is back there bigfoot Bigfoot. yeah all of the uh supernatural friends that we've never been able to uh identify or discuss skinwalker ranch it all ties together because 
It's all connected to this outer ring of Earth that's beyond so, the ice wall. There's a cave on Skinwalker Ranch that connects directly to the other side of this ice wall. Mm-hmm. That's where... They have a lot of radiation over there. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's a it's an interesting little theory that uh, I ran into there a week or so ago and shared with you and. You know, it, it was also kind of in cahoots with the whole uh, simulation theory as well. Um, this one is, in my opinion, it just feels it, it, it's more fantasy driven. I I don't believe it. I know that the Earth is round, and uh, it's <laughs> I, I don't I don't subscribe to this, but it sounds like a fun science fiction novel, and that's why I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. It just seems so outlandish. Like oh, it is. It's absolutely insane. And not the cool kind. It's like aliens, outlandish but cool. And no. It would be. It would be really cool, wouldn't it? To just like, because people say that like the Treaty of Antarctica signed in the early 1900s, where everyone agreed to not fuck with it and not claim it. That's to keep us all out of it. Yeah, uh, there's conspiracy after conspiracy, and uh, you know the flat earthers. They all, I mean, they have their own convention. They all meet. They all talk about how they're right, and everyone else is wrong. They try to run stupid, um, non-quantifiable at home, very rigged <laughs> experiments. If you hold your thumb up to the horizon, okay. Yeah. And- <laughs> exactly that's just it's really funny just a sad freaking like <laughs> attempt to try and sound like you know something about something i strapped my gopro to this model rocket <laughs> <laughs> it only went up approximately 200 feet and the earth looked pretty flat i didn't see any curvature yeah well you know even though we're not huge technically planet compared to some of our neighbors uh in the solar system such as jupiter saturn uranus Uranus, neptune all being gas giants by classification earth is still pretty big man and uh (laughs) you're not gonna notice the curvature unless yeah you you know you go through the atmosphere oh and they kind of to believe in this, you have to believe in flat Earth, and to believe in flat Earth, you can't believe in space travel. Oh, exactly. The moon landing was staged. Um, we've never actually been to space. Um, some of gravity is not real. Some of them think that space is just a giant LED TV that we look up at. And some of them um, think that all objects are moving upwards in space at the speed of gravity, and that's what keeps us here, and not gravity. Yeah, so there's a, you know, another thing that I'm going to say is like, if the Earth is flat and we're revolving around some sort of star, uh, where where do our day and night cycles come from? Or is the sun revolving around us? Because, um, I mean, you imagine if you're flat and the sun is above you, that sun is always going to project light down and distribute it evenly across that flat surface until it can't no more. 
And depending on whether we're rotating it or it's rotating us, there's really no scientific basis, scientific basis for day and night cycles, in my opinion. Um, the whole thing is, uh, I think it's just a way for people to be different and rebellious. It's like people who play, you know, D&D in person, Hobby Central in the back room, they're like, they're all there doing that because it it's interesting and it's something that they have in common to talk about. Um, and it, you know, they're, they're going against normal conformal, you know, um, processes and, you know, basically just being different, being the, being the little guy, so to say the underdog, they want to, they want to make shit up about, you know, the shape of the earth and, and how science works and, uh, you know, Antarctica is just a giant ring around the, the, the base of the planet. It kind of makes me want to take them to Antarctica and show them, <laughs> show like, them. hey, so, yeah, this is a big hunk of ice, but it's not, like, continuous, per it, se. Just sail all the way around it. It's just I just feel like even if you took them there and you physically walked on your feet across the entire ice shelf, they still wouldn't believe you. They'd be like, this is the most highly rendered um, graphics I've ever seen in my life. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Seriously? (laughs) I've seen people send, like, balloons, like weather balloons, with GoPros attached to them to prove the curvature of the Earth because they actually are able to get high enough, high enough up into the atmosphere to start seeing the curvature of the Earth. And you'll get flat earthers in the comments saying, here's some really good CGI from NASA. And it's like, wow, <laughs> you really got it figured out, don't This you? was my kid's science project, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's crazy. You can believe whatever you want, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this day and age, there we're we're pretty, we're pretty accepting of anyone and everyone. I mean, as soon as you let people start assi- assigning, you know, whatever they decide to be, whether they're a they them or a non-binary or a toaster oven, they're. Uh, you know, they're free to be whatever they want to be. So, by all means, people are free to think the Earth is fucking flat, but <laughs> does not help them uh, fit into society any better. So, it's really and and if you ask me, crazy. it's kind of a spit in the face altogether. Um, to not the people just who mod- died on the Challenger. Yeah, nah, not shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was gonna say like it's kind of spitting in the face of all the people and all the science that went into proving that the Earth is in fact not flat, and it's kind of embracing an old medieval kind of uh, controversial topic at the time, because during the time period which people thought the Earth was flat. They were getting this information from the church. The church was the most powerful entity in Europe. 
at the time and was killing people who <laughs> would even consider the earth as round versus flat and that the sun in fact revolved around the earth because we're not, simply that important not the other way around that's why people joke to the you know to this day about you know the whole world doesn't you know uh the world doesn't revolve around you um so yeah it's um bonkers yeah this is wild it's kind of fun and zany to think about though i mean as far as there being just a whole nother ass earth outside of our current earth and even there potentially being a third one but even if that were the case you would be like well we discovered where those are now so let's like let's open up let's go, put a disneyland there go go do it <laughs> capitalize it colonize it can you imagine colonialism in 2022 with our current technology? Oh, my God. Yeah. Military projection. <laughs> Could you imagine going back in time and giving them modern technology to do the things they needed to do? The things Great Britain would do with aircraft carriers. Oh, my God. The whole world would be a colony. Yeah, right. Yeah. Instead, now the whole world is destined to become Ohio. Because Ohio is going to take over everything. It's all according to plan. It's kind of a short episode. We're at the hour mark. But uh, I kind of feel like shit. You want to do assholes? Yeah, let's do them. We might do two of this one short, but this one's really fucked up. Uh, Am I the asshole for mocking my coworker after she's been in an accident? I have this coworker, Hannah, who hates the fact that I come to work by car. Every time I mention traffic, parking, or I'm a little late, she goes, why don't you bike to work instead? Or you should have taken the tram. It's immune to traffic. The bike park has plenty of space, etc. It's incredibly annoying, and she always does this. A few days ago, a car turned on Hannah while she was riding her bike to work. She suffered some very minor injuries. Nothing serious, just a broken arm and a concussion. (laughs) Our team has put together a little present for her. Everybody wrote a note, and another worker delivered it to Hannah's apartment. My note just said, should have come by car. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was a funny joke, but apparently not. It got delivered to her, and she told the others who came at me and called me petty and insensitive. Uh, I was acting very, and now they're acting very cold towards me. I think they're overreacting, but am I the asshole? Absolutely not. That's, that's really fucking funny. I got to say, like, I would never do that, so I want to say yes, that's an asshole thing to do, but I acknowledge that it's incredibly funny. And I I acknowledge that you should be able to get away with that with somebody that you maybe maybe had a, a little bit closer relationship. Yeah, like with. somewhat of a friendship with, but yeah, like where you knew that you could joke around with them like that. But like if it was me and you or something like yeah, it'd be Yeah, it'd be funny. Yeah. Because but, when we're griefing each other, it's usually just harmless fun. Yeah. And then you have what? this woman <sighs> griefing uh <laughs> griefing this dude for driving a car. The yeah, when she gets hit by a car riding a bike, it's kind of <laughs> hard not to be like should have came by a car. I like how he's like just minor injuries, a broken arm and a concussion. <laughs> Like, well, that's not say, life-threatening. I wouldn't I would, say it's minor. I, I was gonna say I would say those are kind of elevated injuries, <laughs> not life-threatening, but they're definitely not like no. mild. 
a minor injury, you can finish your bike bike ride to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A minor injury is like you sprained your ankle. Yeah, or, you know, you rotated your ankle, or your wrist hurts from carpal tunnel, or stubbed your toe, <laughs> skinned your knees, you know, yeah. something. Yeah, fell off your bike and you know, skinned an elbow or two. Um, those are minor injuries. I would say a broken arm and a concussion. I mean, concussions can be, I mean, severely dangerous if yeah, if it isn't treated properly or identified or you know, depending on how serious a concussion is. I mean, those things can they can really fuck you nasty. up for months. Yeah, and especially if you start stroking, then you're really fucked. So um, um, we 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 can do this next one. It's not as funny, but. Okay. Says, am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend that he embarrassed me when he waved goodbye to me after dropping me off at work? My female 26 car broke down a couple weeks ago. My boyfriend, Nick, uh, M29, (laughs) drives me to and from work every day, which I'm thankful for. However, he has this habit of waving goodbye to me every time he drops me off at work. I mean, hand up waving type of waving. It didn't bother me much at the first until one of my coworkers saw him and brought it up to the whole department later to have a laugh about it. I was livid that day. Nick came to pick me up and I didn't say anything until we got home. That's when I flipped out and told him that the way he's been <laughs> waving goodbye to me like I was some five-year-old girl embarrassed me in front of my coworkers. He acted confused and said he didn't get what was wrong and what he was doing. He was just It was just a nice gesture. I told him he shouldn't. he should have used some other method like a text or something. But he argued that, first of all, he's doing me a favor, dropping me off, picking me up every day, using his car and driving an extra 20 minutes to get from his own work. And the second, all my coworkers were rude to think this was something they would have got to laugh from. And I shouldn't be mad at them, mad at, mad at them instead of uh, saying I, I embarrassed him. We, all, we argued some and he stopped speaking to me for the rest of the night. I feel like an idiot. I mean, I appreciate his favor to wave, but his fa- his favor, but to wave at me like I'm a schoolgirl really got my coworkers laughing, and it's making me the butt of their weird joking habit. Am I the asshole? Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, yeah. Homie's just being nice. He's yeah. just waving. <laughs> That's your boyfriend, like, yeah. waving goodbye to you and it's like... dropping your fucking Miss Daisy ass off at work. Fuck you. I do, I do much worse things when I drop Bailey off or pick her up from somewhere. Like I always scream, bye, have fun at school, wherever I'm dropping her off at. <laughs> and then when I pick her up, I usually say, how much? Because I'm, I'm a gentleman. Yeah. I see. Always ask your price up front. <laughs> yeah. We, don't, we, we can negotiate outside the car. We don't need oh. to go. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no. Bitch is definitely a bitch. I don't know if asshole is the correct term for her right now. She's definitely being a bitch. Yeah. If anything, be mad at the people making fun of your boyfriend for waving at you and making you feel ashamed of having someone who cares. It'd be one thing if he, like, stopped the car and got out and was like, bye, honey. Bye. Yeah, like, made it all cringy and shit. (laughs) But he's just waving goodbye, like. From inside the car, it's like, how do you wave embarrassingly? This is another generational problem, like especially the fact that she even remotely thought for a moment that just saying, just text me instead of waving. Well, also, she said she flipped out on him. 
Like if it's like that, you just hey, my coworkers are making fun of me because you're waving at me. You don't have to be like, how could you do this to me? You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, exactly, and that makes it makes her sound fucking just. Well, no offense, makes her sound kind of crazy being all uh, like, how dare you? Try and show affection towards me before you leave work. It's really um, funny. So yeah, fuck her. I hate her. Yeah, fuck them both. Two assholes. She's she's not she she she's not the right she's not the right girl. Uh, she's not worth it, King. Know your worth. You gotta you gotta take her up to Scranton and and then go on a bike ride. So anyways, but cool. So yeah, short episode tonight, but um. I think it's fun, fun, fun nonetheless. <laughs> um, you know, we don't really prepare for anything, so we're just shooting from the hip. That's why we're on wise analysis. Um, you know what you're getting into. We give you our unwise analysis of everything from Arizona iced tea to fucking Gabby and people acting like assholes yeah i mean i'm be honest with you if we didn't skip like two weeks ago i probably would have skipped tonight because everybody's sick and yeah yeah. we have standards it's okay it's okay the two-week maximum we we do skip sometimes though we we do be known for doing that life do uh, be happening you guys Until don't really, just... you guys don't really communicate with us, so we don't really communicate <laughs> with you either. Because until we start getting paid, yeah, our lives are our lives, and if we went two weeks without recording and you lost interest, that's on you. Um, go you back, didn't love listen, us anyways. Go back and listen to our old shit if you're sitting on a two-week hiatus. There's plenty of interesting content back there. I promise you. I listen to all of our stuff after it gets posted just because I <laughs> I get curious to see how it sounded. <laughs> so what did we f- talk about again? I, I forget. I, I I'm not gonna remember a lot uh by tomorrow morning about you looked pretty sleepy the last half hour or so. Um yeah, so I, I autopilot talked again, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> I didn't do anything crazy <laughs> this time. So you made some problematic remarks, Nick. I don't know. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I know I didn't say anything crazy, but um, I know last week I said something about Yoshi. I forget what that. That's really funny. It is funny, and uh, you know, there's always more to come, and uh, in the future, we'll you know eventually see Josh on here again at some point. Uh, old sport was roofing today, like trying to be a whole ass man or something and uh, what I ain't you a, doing? about that life. he he caught a little a little fish last time we went fishing oh did himself he? a nice nice little catfish yeah nice yeah good for him it's about time someone caught something hey i caught one it wasn't a fucking ferret that's it caught a ferret it's really funny and then you caught you caught a fish too didn't you yeah i did yeah on accident, but it happened. Yeah, so as you guys really know, that was good. Yeah, I didn't have any of my shit. Yeah. Alrighty. Check out the socials. Unwise analysis podcast. Basically everywhere. Um, thanks for coming. We'll be back next week. Taking over the world very soon. Have a good night. Bye.